unparalleled levels of chill in Hawaii. It's really hard to out-chill those motherfuckers. Yeah, it sounds like they're drinking and chilling all day. It's hard to beat that. Yeah, that's crazy. Wait, those kind of sound like what Native Americans do. Just on an island. Yeah, that's the difference. The smaller the place you're chilling, the chiller it is. Because it's the, about the chillness density. Well, it's also about, like, just the location. Yeah. Like, if you're chilling just next to a beautiful beach yeah. and you're drinking all day, that makes sense. But if you're just Alaska. in the woods or Alaska and you're drinking all day, you're like, there's something wrong. Didn't you get to work? Yeah. Or, like, find some firewood? Yeah. Forage or something? Or? You're literally chilling to death. Yeah. We do it island style. From the mountain to the ocean, from the windward to the riverside. It's another word that they really use down there a lot. Uh, windward and leeward. Windward means facing the direction of the wind, where it's blowing you in the face, and leeward is facing downwind. Huh. Maybe they use it in sailing, but they use it for the island all the time. That's like how they describe the sides. They're like the windward side and the leeward side. I'm like, is the wind always blowing one direction? Yeah. Or does that change every time? That's like saying left and right. Where do you live on the island? The left side. Now I gotta know what direction I'm facing. Yeah, does the wind always come in one direction? Maybe. They do say that they have like, you know, they have like wind patterns and shit. I think, right? Because ocean currents have a... Yeah, I, I know like the old like Hawaiians, whatever, like they were called. Uh, that's smart. Um, Ancient Hawaiians. Yeah. Indigenous. Polynesian. Yeah, the Polynesians, yes. Uh, the way they would navigate to all the different islands, you know, because you're out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Oh, yeah. Like, even around Hawaii, there's not really, there's nothing, nothing. for a while. Nothing. It's just those little couple of islands. Yeah. But, like, they would travel between them, not with compasses, not with anything. They would just feel the water and feel where the currents were going and then just follow the currents to... So like they'd always be going to another island. Like that old man shit where they go like this, except they did it in the water. And they're yeah. like, it's that way. Maui's that way. Exactly. Sorry to bogart it with Hawaiian music. I know you probably want to listen to Philly music right now. Motown Philly back again. Um, yeah, I didn't really do much. The only thing I did do while I was in Philly, I watched a lot of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. Did you watch any Rocky? That's another one of their staples. No, but while we were there, the Rocky Run was happening one of the days. Oh, shit. And I didn't know like that was a marathon. People always dress up like shit. Hell yeah. Do they dress up in like a sweatsuit? Do they run up to the top of the stairs and like do the fucking thing? I think so, yeah. Did I you do it? Pre- no, I didn't do it. Did you see the statue? Uh, No, apparently they moved the statue, right? Or they moved mm. it to the bottom, maybe? I didn't even get to go into the park, to be honest. Yeah, but I, I was you. there for Made in America a couple of years ago. I've been to Philly like several times, and I've never done one singular thing you're supposed to do in Philly. I've never yeah. seen the Liberty Bell. I've never seen Rocky. I did get a cheesesteak, but that's like the extent of my filliness. And I yeah. kind of decided I'm not a big fan of it. But Yeah, I've really only been up there like once for like not work. And we went up there with like the purpose of going to like they're doing like the orchestra was playing yeah. under the Muppets Christmas Carol. And we went up there to, you know, see did you go up there and then see that. And then we left. I guess, obviously, for 10 days, you went up there for work, right? Yeah, yeah. You didn't do a 10-day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's a long time for a Philly. A quick little vacay for 10 days. <laughs> no, yeah, we were shooting some conferences up there. Um, and, yeah, we were just working most of the time, so, like, I didn't even get to... Yeah, that's a weekend We went out, like, sure. once, you know? We went out, like, one night. We went out a couple nights for dinner, uh-huh. obviously, but, like, we went out, like, every night for dinner. But we, like, went out out one night. Nice. And it was just, you know, regular bars. It wasn't anything crazy. Should have hit up Sam Parat up there. Mm. Sammy P. Uh, live from the studio, folks. Glad to be back. I'm Jimmy Seleski. I'm Eric Glazer. We're coming at you from a week 
of trips or two weeks or however long it's been. It is Thanksgiving Eve, mm-hmm. uh, fastly becoming one of my favorites. Easily yeah. one of my favorites now. Um, glad we're doing this little. This is a pre-party cast, dude. Pre-party we're about to pod. fucking party. We are. And I think we did this last so we're year. Drinking coffee and Gatorade. Yeah, that was we're a good call, ready. by the way. <laughs> that was a good call. Get the electrolytes and the caffeine. We're gonna be jacked the fuck up when we get there, dude. Yeah. We're like, damn, you guys are really <laughs> ready to party. Like, yeah, somebody's got to be. Um, yeah, I just cruised in from Hawaii. That was a life-changing experience. Aloha, aloha, mahalo, <laughs> sir. Um, I'm gonna add this to my. I always say there's a there's a little list I keep in my mind of places that I visited that actually lived up to what I expected them to be. And so far, that list is New York City. And now the recent indictment, induction (laughs) into my hall of expectations is Hawaii, dude. That place is exactly what you think it's going to be in every way. I could not believe it. Like, the people are like rocket power. Mm-hmm. It was like, dude, it's it, it kind of fucked me up because Liv is like younger. And so I was like, yeah, that's like rock rush. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, Tito. Like, yeah, Uncle Tito. <laughs> Ancient Hawaiians always say, dude, it's just like, it, it, like we were talking about before the podcast, the level of chillness, it, it hits you immediately. And I think it's, I think it has to do with, there's something about living on an island. And I got this because my family, you know, on my Greek side, my grandfather specifically is from a Greek island of Forney, which is about the square area of Towson. Mm-hmm. And there's something about when you just live on this like small little rock that the, your whole world is smaller and therefore you have less like worries. I was mm-hmm. like watching this guy like directing traffic and he was just, just like, dude. And he was just like having a good time. He wasn't like grumpy. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. like, hey, man. I was like, yeah, like when you live here, I feel like because you're surrounded by all this shit. You're like in a city, and then you're like New York, and you're like, I make it. If I can make it, yeah, I can make it anywhere. You're like always trying to do shit. But if you're on the island, it's like, the other thing is, there's really, in a place like that, the weather's perfect. Everything's Mm -hmm. awesome. There's greenery everywhere you can eat. Like, there's no need to really try that hard. I'm talking about ancient times now. Because you always wonder, like, why certain cultures do this. and Like, it makes sense to me why just like the just the culture just like why do we need to work like before anybody came to the island i'm sure they were just like what are we working for dude there's a pineapple right there <laughs> and it's pineapples are pineapples are that's another indict induct oh, fresh from the source dude pineapples are the best fruit yeah it's pineapples hard. are really good it's hard to beat a pineapple like i used to think oranges i i think the first ever conversation we ever had on the podcast is about fruits and now i'm here to tell you seven and a half years later Pineapple might top that chart. It is awesome. We got like a fresh, also underrated. Does it go on pizza? I did not get any pizza down there with pineapple. I got pizza twice down there. Uh, it was awesome. I, I'm kind of indifferent to that argument. I, I like really it. am indifferent. I think I like it on pizza. You like it? It just I don't depends mind on it. the the complimenting topping. Yeah, I've never you gotta have something salty to cut the sweet. I've never understood the polarization of that debate. Yeah, it's either. like people like tried to make it a thing where they were like, dude, you either love it or you hate it. And it's like, I don't know. Like, there's no other topping where people are like that. I feel like a more polarizing topic topping is uh, anchovies. Yeah, anchovies. But also, I feel like that's like only for baby boomers. Baby boomers had anchovies on pizza because like they lived through the fucking like Great Depression and shit. Like that was the only topping you could have on a pizza. And it's like a remnant of some weird past. Like we don't need anchovies on pizzas anymore. It doesn't even make sense why they came up with it in the first place. Unless I guess everybody, you know what they do like in Hawaii is spam. Spam on pizza. Be I, I feel like the real Hawaiian pizza would be pineapple and spam. Mm. They love Kahlua pork. Um, I was the only thing I will say about Hawaii in terms of uh stuff is uh the the their food uh we went to like this like authentic like hawaiian street stand mm-hmm. not the greatest mm. i hate to say it what was it they have this one dish called pui p-o-i mm-hmm. and it's literally just a taro root it's like a root of a plant and they just smash it the fuck up mm-hmm. and then just like dip their fingers in it and eat it 
Okay. No seasonings, no nothing. I watched Liv and I ordered it at a stand and it came they served it cold, which I already don't like things cold. Yeah. Um, and they served it and I was like, let's watch a video on this. Cause I don't even know what to do with this. Yeah. <laughs> like it was one of those dishes where you, I didn't even know what to do with it. It was like a cup of like it looked like pink cum. Literally mm. it looked like pink cum. It had like it was the, like loose or was it like it was like it was like yeah, it was like a viscous I mean, it literally, it, like, if you had a refrigerated cup of cum, <laughs> like, just and picture that. it was that. pink for some and reason. And it was pink for some reason. And somebody said, dude, salt, pepper, fuck that. We're going straight in. And, like, apparently that was, like, the thing that they just fucking ate all the time. Mm. But it's no surprise to me that it never hit it big. I think every uh, culture outside of the Italians and, like, certain uh, cultures that have, like, just dominate the cuisine scene, the mm. cuisine uh every culture gets like one or two like big ones and it's no it's no mystery why Pui did not make it into that dude yeah it's like very much like a a food i imagine like the first ever human beings came up with like as soon as we discovered the idea of preparing something that was the first thing that was prepared oh uh, yeah let's just like, mash it up just mash it up mash it up and, and then we'll <laughs> eat it with our fingers <laughs> i learned a lot about um uh, the language this blew my mind because um, the first thing I thought when I got down there is all the street. We went to Oahu. There's a couple things that blew my mind. I, I appreciate these experiences um, because you don't know how much you don't know. And we grew up and like Hawaii is a very romanticized place. We have a lot of thoughts about it. We see it in movies and it's like always kind of like it's like the classic honeymoon spot. It's like a destination. But you never really like... I saw all the street signs that had like the Hawaiian names, which is very, we stayed on a street called Halema Umau Street. And Mm. all the streets are named like that, like very long, hard to pronounce words. And it's like, if you're living in Honolulu, I did wonder like, how do you tell someone like, you're like, yeah, make a left on Kalaki Kawaka Ole. And you're like, dude, I can't even fucking, can you give me like a Roger Street? Yeah. (laughs) like like first. First, first street. Second. Yeah. (laughs) You can go on. Go on. Yeah. Keep going after that. Why isn't this like Ocean City? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how does Hawaii compare to Ocean City? Uh, I got to say, it might have Ocean City beat. Really? It might have Ocean City beat. I will say <laughs> that Ocean City does have Hawaii beat in nightlife. Okay. That is a morning town, dude. Yeah. They're five hours behind, so that probably helped with me getting up so early. Because um, like 7 a.m. their time is like noon our time. Yeah. So when I was perfect. down there, I was like... <laughs> I'm up at 7 a.m. What's up, dude? Watching all these health YouTube videos finally is paying off. (laughs) Exactly. I really thought highly of myself. My body retained the information. (laughs) I'm like waking up at 7, like proud of myself, not realizing. Like, dude, you're actually waking up worse. (laughs) You should be waking up at 4, dude. Yeah. This is jet lag, actually. (laughs) Who knew this whole time I've been living in Baltimore, I've just been preparing myself for a Hawaiian vacation. (laughs) I've just been adjusting my circadian rhythm to wake up at a decent time in Hawaii my whole life. It was amazing. (laughs) <laughs> but um yeah not a big nightlife dude honolulu is a pretty decently sized city mm-hmm. it, okay so i'm gonna go through the stuff i didn't realize about it first of all before i went down uh i had mentioned to people that i was gonna go to hawaii and they were like oh cool what island and i'm like all of them because i'm thinking like the islands yeah like... you can like walk on like a bridge to each one <laughs> yeah i'm thinking like we'll just go island hopping not knowing that that means like getting a plane yeah. and flying to like several yeah, different flying another hour or so we stayed to o- we stayed in oahu which is like not the biggest island which is another thing i didn't realize the big island is called the big island mm-hmm. and uh that is so it's like maui or something right or honolulu or some shit no 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 so the big island is literally just called the big island i think there's a hawaii i think the hawaii i think that's just what is hawaii like if they but they just call it the big island i don't know how you say it in hawaii probably hawaii i um, bet i bet it's a name other than the big Island. yeah look that up look that I'm up. looking it up um it is not maui and it is not oahu oahu is the island that has honolulu and that's like their most populous island. And Honolulu is like a sizably populated city. And I also didn't realize that Oahu isn't just Honolulu. But like it's kind of hard, you know, because it's like 
the only reason everything's so far away is because you can't traverse the middle of the island. You have to like go around everything. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, the city of Honolulu is it's like four hundred thousand people, and there's like a million people on Oahu. Maui is a different island. Their big one was uh, Lahaina, which has had the fire recently. Um, anything coming up for the big island, by the way? Yeah, I'm trying. So I didn't realize that all this. Yeah, just so the big island is the nickname for Hawaii, like you were saying. Okay. Yeah. I did some studying while I was down there. Yeah, yeah. I learned the uh, how to speak the language a little. Not how to speak, but how to like, read. I would like make a point of it to like figure out like how the pronunciations work. The Hawaiian alphabet, 13 letters. So you're Oahu, you said? We were in Oahu, which is where uh, Honolulu is, their capital city. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, so Oahu has a million people there? Yes. And the Big Island only has 200,000. Yeah. Because I guess the Big Island's also mainly a volcano. Yeah. That's why it's so big. But I think, I feel like all of them are volcanoes. I think that's how, okay. So, so the nickname for Oahu is the gathering place. That's what it roughly translates to in Hawaiian. Yes. Mm. Oahu. And I learned a couple key factors. The main thing is, well, the first thing I thought was this like language, what did the original writing system look like? And it turns out that before the Europeans showed up, they didn't have writing. So we pretty much like gave them the English letters, and that was Crazy. their writing system. So that was nuts. I was like, damn. So the Hawaiian alphabet is literally the English alphabet, but they only use 13 letters. So they have all the consonants except Y, which is barely a consonant in our language. Um, so A-E-I-O-U and never Y. Uh, and then they just they have, they're big on like W, K, L, N, M, P. And like maybe a couple other ones, and that's it. H is another one. And the apostrophe is considered a consonant. And it makes, and this is a good learning experience too. I never knew what the apostrophe means, but they described it as the sound, it's called a glottal stop. And so it's comparable to the sound you make when you go, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. That Hawaii. Hawaii. Also, Hawaii. apparently it's, it was pronounced Hawaii, a very soft W. Hawaii. Hawaii. But like so soft of a V that it's almost that's pretty much a W. Now I'm looking up if the wind only blows one way. Because <laughs> you're talking about the the windward and leeward, right? Yes, yes. We mentioned that uh during John Cruz's island style song that they love to play down there. Uh windward and leeward. Leeward means downwind, facing the direction away from the wind, and windward means facing towards the wind. I have a sneaking suspicion that uh that is used in sailing but i had never heard that so it was really like mind-boggling all these different things that i just never realized about this place also how fucking far away it is it was like a 11 hour flight yeah it is as far off the west coast as we are from the west coast mm-hmm. it's that far out so like we were flying from i had to drive up to newark just outside of new york city to fly out and we flew and we're like after like five and a half hours, we're passing over Los Angeles or something like San Francisco, and it was still that much longer to go. Wow. And there's some kind of like, I always have this thought whenever I travel uh, on the mainland, and uh, it's that this realization that like, you could, at any point, you could just drive home. Like, when I drove down to Nashville... On the way there, we're passing through all these towns like Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, all these places in Virginia and stuff. And you get there and you're like, it's crazy that at any point during my regular day to day, I could just get in a car and just drive anywhere, basically anywhere in the Americas. Yeah. Supposedly, every, like you can get all the way from the top of North America all the way down to just before South America, just by traversing roads. There's a, this section in Panama that's like so swampy and fucked up that like they tried to build a road through it and mm-hmm. every year it just gets flooded over in mud and, and they just can't keep it maintained because they wanted you to be able to drive all the way from the top of North America to the bottom of South America. But like I'll be in LA in my rental car and I was like, you know, it'd be crazy if I just drove back to Baltimore and back. Because yeah. <laughs> I could do that. Yeah. You know, I could do on that. On my Philly trip, we got out early one day and had a late like start the next. So I was like, fuck it, I'm driving home. I had my car up there. I just drove home. That's crazy. You just have that realization at any point. You're like, this, Philly's Philly's a close enough city where it's, yeah, you just forget something. You're like, ah, fuck, I forgot my phone charger. Let me drive back home real yeah. quick. <laughs> Not exactly a 10-day vacation material. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you couldn't do that on your trip. Yeah, I think there's something about that, too, where it's like you get there and you're like, first of all, how is this a state? Second of all, thank God it's a state. And Mm. third of all, there's... Also, it's like, I think going, adding to what you're saying about the island, it being small, there's less stress, less worry or whatever. Mm -hmm. You're also going there from here, Baltimore. You're flying 11 hours. Once you get there... There's literally nothing you can do about any issue that pops up. Yeah. So then all that stress also just leaves your body immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. I'm not even connect. Even if anybody wanted to have a problem with me, they yeah. couldn't. Literally, like, that happened to me in Germany, too. I think someone asked for, like, I sent video to someone, and then, like, they asked about something. Like, hey, could you also do this? Da, da, da. I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you're in Germany. Have fun. See ya. <laughs> Oh, for a second, I thought you were saying that was in Philly. I was like, damn, you're no, really no. detached. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I'm in Pennsylvania. Sorry, dude. I'm Philly. It'd take me like two hours to get that Fuck to you. Fuck you. <laughs> well, that's the only problem is uh, when you're flying there, the 11-hour flight gives you some context into how far away you are, mm-hmm. but not quite. And it's not until you look at that map and you like, I, I'm an idiot. And so I said to Liv, as soon as we were driving around in Honolulu, I was like, you know, I just realized... It's the first time I've ever been in the Southern Hemisphere. And she was like, oh, wow. And then like 20 minutes later, I was like, wait, this is not the Southern. <laughs> I don't know where I am. I thought I was like by Antarctica. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. You just hop on a plane and then you get off and like literally Dragon Ball Z. I mean, okay. The the landscape was like, there's no, I never use this word. I've probably never used this word on the podcast because uh, I like to conserve words for, because that's the only way that they have meaning. It was magnificent. <laughs> it was magnificent. It's like everything you expect it to be. I and mean, probably the, more. The mountains are just like, they just jut out of the fucking ground. And you just, they have this highway called Highway 3, H3. And I wasn't even expecting to get on this highway. I didn't know what I was doing. I had the rental. It was Liv's birthday that morning. So I drove into Chinatown to get a lay. And I'm thinking like, oh, it's fucking six in the morning. Nobody's going to be fucked. Everything was open Sunday morning at 6 a.m. Because they're a morning town. Yeah. Try getting something open at 6 p.m. in Hawaii. You're out of luck. But 6 a.m., they were, goddamn, they were open as shit. And so it took me 15 minutes to get there from where we were staying. They have like one main highway that like puts you on everything. And then on the way back, it was like, yeah, 45 minutes of the way back. And I was like, what? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the and highway was, only goes one way. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I had to drive all the way around. And then back the other way, because like you can't just drive through the mountains. They have this one mm-hmm. highway, like I was saying, Highway 3. And so I'm like, fuck it, whatever. So I'm driving around. It was it was a happy mistake, a happy coincidence that I wound up, and you're just driving up this coastline and shit. And you're like, oh, wow. And like there's rainbows everywhere. Just like everything is a fucking rainbow. And then you're like in the clouds. You like drive up a mountain. You're like in the clouds. There's like a cloud on you. You're like, Jesus. whoa, dude. And uh, I drove down this thing this highway and it just opens up and all of a sudden you're in the middle of this gigantic cavernous mountain valley and you're suspended on a road in like midair like way up you look down it's like fucking five thousand feet or something Jesus like that Christ. down not five maybe five hundred yeah, yeah. i get you know, it though it's, it's it's high up <laughs> paint a picture here <laughs> a <laughs> magnificent picture magnificent picture <laughs> <laughs> and I look up and I look at this mountain and it's like in my fucking face. The mountain is like, and I, I immediately just got that. You know how like, I didn't cry, but you know how like when you get that, <gasps> that's mm. what happened to me. I was just you driving. Know, like, almost came. I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know how you're so sad. you <laughs> And it just struck me. And I was like, dude, it was like it. And then, you know, Kamehameha was the leader of the area there when we came there. Mm. And uh, that's why in Dragon Ball Z you have Kamehameha. Yeah. So that's from that shit. Hell yeah. But yeah, all together it was it was fucking. Yeah, it sounds dope as fuck. It was unreal. Um, I kind of it also puts you in a situation where like I wanted so badly to not be a shuby. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't want to be a shuby. But the other thing is, I think. I think we need to be more comfortable with just embracing the fact that we're not from there. Yeah. And accepting that, like like I always say, you can only be from one place. Everywhere else, you're a tourist. Now, granted, you can move to another city and settle down there, and then you're from there. But, like, you can't, no matter if you're, any person is going to be a tourist in 99.999% of the fucking planet. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we're all shoobies 
at some point, unless you never leave your town. Yeah. You know? And uh, so I kind of settled into that. I did notice that a lot of uh, the white people in Hawaii hate talking about the fact that they're not from there. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, like, I would just kind of make conversation and just be like, oh, yeah, like, where are you from? Because that's another one of those cities that you can kind of assume, like, if you're not from here, your parents aren't from here or your yeah. grandparents. Like, I don't have to go that far back for you, dude. And they'll just be like, I'll be like, are you from here? Like, oh, no. And normally that's a that's a thing where like. Yeah, you can pull on that thread. And yeah. Have a conversation. Or normally sometimes you don't have to pull on it because like you'll you'll say like, are you from here? And they'll say no. And then the file follow up to that answer would be like, but this is where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, I'm from Kalamazoo, whatever. They don't give you that. So you got to pull it out of them. Yeah. You got to pull it out of them. So I'm like, so where are you from? They're like, uh, like Gettysburg or something. And, but this is my, this is my home now. They like real quick to snub yeah, off yeah, where they're yeah. from. That I happened. It happened like several times. I was talking to this other guy from. Uh, he actually grew up in like kind of Fort Lauderdale area, and we went out. Scott's roommate Clay, who they lived together in um, L.A., moved to Honolulu, and is on like a boat touring company down there mm-hmm. so scott was like dude hit up clay and so i hit him up and he was like yeah 20 bucks dude and we went out on this fucking catamaran sailboat when like snorkeling saw like sea turtles and shit open bar Hell on the yeah. boat and one of the first mates on the boat was like from like fort lauderdale and i was like yeah man i'm like trying because live lives down in miami which is like 15 minutes away from fort lauderdale yeah, it's yeah. weird how these two big cities are like right next to each other mm-hmm. i thought fort lauderdale was like the towson but it's like it's literally its own fucking place um and i was like yeah man south florida jersey of the south and he was like yeah but this is my home now i was like i know dude (laughs) relax everybody relax nobody's trying to fucking chat i mean maybe people are trying to chat apparently it's like a big big flex to be from there Mm -hmm. um but it just kind of made me jealous because like their culture is so different from ours that there are so many things that i just innately suck at like surfing i tried to surf you did i tried to surf did I catch I mean, a wave? I probably would have tried to. Obviously, you got to try. Yeah, you got to try. But you're setting yourself up for shooby exposure. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, it was, it's, it looks hard and it's harder than it looks. <laughs> 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 like, we went to like Waikiki and it's, it just sucks because like all the dudes there, like they're like born and bred on this shit. Yeah. And for some reason, they're all ripped. Mm-hmm. And well, like, because they're you, just surfing all yeah, day. When you think of like places where guys are like hot, you think like LA. Maybe New York City, all of Europe for some reason. Uh, you don't immediately think Hawaii, but every dude there had like a six pack and perfect pecs. Yeah, I'm like, dude, come on, man. I'm with my girlfriend. I'm, I'm fucking can't even <laughs> swim on this surfboard. And then like, you know, you guys are just fucking like catching waves. They literally say catching waves. They literally always do this. Hell yeah, like every everything. And I was like, damn, respect. Dude. I just look like a bitch, and it made me jealous because I'm thinking like. Okay, because I was kind of just, you have to justify it in your mind. You have mm-hmm. to be like, all right, sure, I might be a shooby here, but if you came to where I'm from, you'd be the shooby. And then I was thinking, I was like, wait, there's nothing, <laughs> what would they be a shooby at? Like, yeah. yeah, you wouldn't even know how to react if somebody tried to wash your windshield. Like, I don't even know what, <laughs> what they would experience in Baltimore. I'd be like, let me show you how it's done. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. nothing. You want to make a left on this road. <laughs> Trust me. Like, there's nothing cool. So it's just like, I, we just are, we just one-upped by them in everything. Um, I guess we could maybe crab better crab, than them. Yeah, but then again, they like... But they're, yeah, they heavy fish culture, heavy fishing. Huge you know? on fishing. They can probably like catch a fish with a spear, yeah. you know, just like shit that like I can't even fathom doing. We went kayaking out to uh, another island kind of like right off the coast and this other guy just guys just fucking just kayaks up. He worked for the company. He was like, "You guys trying to catch waves?" And I was like, <laughs> uh, "Yeah." I, I was like, I didn't even think I was trying to catch waves. I was just trying to get safe. Yeah. <laughs> and he thought I was. Tr- he thought I was trying to catch waves. I was like, I'm actually kind of trying to avoid them. A little yeah. Bit. He's like, "All right." So blah 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 blah. I worked for the shop, by the way. I was like, "Yeah, I figured." And he had like perfect hair, sunglasses. Mm-hmm. He was wearing a life preserver, and then just midway through the conversation, he just takes off his life preserver. Shows perf- his abs. Perfect abs. Yeah, of course. Perfect abs. He's like, yeah, man. I'm like, is there any technique to it? He's like, just whatever you think it would be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, dude. And then he puts on a hoodie, 
And then his lady puts on a hoodie on a kayak, life preserver back on, puts the hood up, and just catches a wave out of yeah, there. And just knows he's not going to go in the water. <laughs> yeah. And a fucking surf guitar just. It's like, wow, dude, this guy's all too cool. Meanwhile, yeah, Liv scheduled us a uh, horseback riding tour because Liv is, among many things, a horse girl. Mm. She is a horse I was girl. Say because you guys rode horses in Nashville too. She will. She will jump on any chance she can take <laughs> to ride a horse <laughs> and involve me in it. <laughs> Hell yeah! And so we went to this Koaloa uh, Ko- Ko- Ranch, uh, which is where they film like everything it's where they filmed um jurassic park um that's sick they filmed jurassic park in hawaii Mm -hmm. now it was based as we all know in the uh fictional island of isla nublar in costa rica but it was filmed in hawaii so my whole life i thought that that's what costa rica looked like and then so was lost everything like fucking 51st dates Mm -hmm. like fucking georgia the jungle blue hawaii obviously (laughs) they're definitely in hawaii (laughs) they're not like faking it to be somewhere else (laughs) believe it or not that movie based in hawaii (laughs) blue hawaii starring elvis presley another classic there was like there was so many movies so we went on this tour and live that's where they filmed lilo and stitch (laughs) (laughs) that's where they filmed it yeah looks just like it live was kind of like in her mind fucking with me but she forgot to unfuck with me so like we drive up there and she's like yeah you need like five years of riding experience to do this tour so i just told him you did so just try to like play that up oh my god and then she never said just kidding oh my god so it was kind of rad i was like hell yeah dude. so you just kept bringing it up during the whole experience <laughs> oh yeah, i've just... probably been doing this like five years now probably even six <laughs> but who's counting Except for you guys. <laughs> Here's my resume, guys. I thought I'd bring it along. <laughs> references. Um, I'm from Baltimore. We references have from other horses you've <laughs> rode. Yeah, like, oh, no, he was good. He stayed put. <laughs> and so she, like, it was like a dude-level prank. I was like, hell yeah, dude. Um, and so we get up to the place, and we're on the thing. And we're about to get on the horses, and I'm thinking, like, the max weight was, like, 230, and I was, like, racking in a cool with clothes, like, 218. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, thank God. So they gave me, like, the biggest horse, and now I have my fucking dweeb helmet on, because you have to wear a helmet. Yeah. And Liv's, like, she did this all her life, so, like, she's just, like, ready to go, and the, the woman's, like, running through the safety things, and I have to, again, I think I have to pretend to really know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So I'm just, like, you know, fucking stirrups put the bit in the mouth obviously this is how you make them stop i don't even know how to do like mm-hmm. i never really thought about that shit like i just kind of i always yeah wondered. the last time you did it you said the horses were kind of on like autopilot yeah it's kind of like this one was much different than that but it is kind of like it's like they kind of listen to you but really they kind of they already know what they're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. you can kind of like give them little things like all right walk a couple more steps and be like all right dude and you're like okay cool so i was the first one to have to mount this horse in my defense, I genuinely believe that if I was just allowed to mount the horse from the ground, this event would not have occurred. Um, but they put you up on a little staircase up to like foot. You're like basically like almost your feet are, all, are like mid body level to the horse. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, all right, so put your right foot in this one and then swing your left one over and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, all right. And again, I'm thinking like I'm experienced. I yeah. have to be experienced. Mm-hmm. And so I put my right foot in and i swing my left foot over and it catches the back of the saddle oh no and i'm like oh oh and then okay so this is another thing this is another like this is like a pause moment this is like a you're probably wondering how i got here moment yeah so at this point i know i'm gonna fall Mm -hmm. unless i grab really tightly onto this horse Uh at on the other hand this is a live gigantic fucking horse Yeah, it's the biggest one they got and if i (laughs) choke hold if i headlock yeah, this buck. horse he's gonna fucking be pissed off and he's be like what the fuck are you back. doing so i just i bailed mm-hmm. and we're on cement and this horse's back is like literally like yeah, six up, feet off the ground up high i'm up high and so i tap my thing and at this point i know i'm going over the whole park's watching by the way i'm in the middle of like everyone it's like a amusement <laughs> park. a movie there now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i think i'm in the next <laughs> lilo and stitch <laughs> um (laughs) and so i'm like oh shit and so i just go right over and i like hit the cement 
bust up my hip. But you know Ooh. how it is. You're yeah, like, yeah. I still think I had to play this off. So I did, uh-huh. I immediately like, like if you yeah, ever watch, bounce back up immediately. You you're like bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> you just pretend you're not. Scary movie three. Ever seen Scary Movie three? Mm-hmm. When he keeps getting thrown out the window and immediately pops back. That was me. Yeah. Door, I was like, ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and like I was on a tour. There's a lot of Japanese tourists down there mm-hmm. to the point where like that's like the other language down there. And they were standing behind watching, and they'd all just like, oh! <laughs> oh, <laughs> their no. fucking faces froze like <laughs> lines across the screen. <laughs> like, oh no! And they were really worried about me. And so I got up like real quick, and I just walked over. I was like, "That's how you don't do it." They don't even know what I said. Yeah, <laughs> I like fell into horseshit. I have like horseshit <laughs> on my elbow. And I'm like, and that's how you don't do it, kids. <laughs> <laughs> and so we undergo this process i'm just embarrassed at this point like yeah. legitimately embarrassed and i'm like dude get over yourself like it, who cares in my five years of horse riding i've never done this <laughs> i'm so embarrassed and so at the end of the tour uh we get back and finally i break it to her. i was like yeah by the way Liv tells me halfway through at this point she's uh-huh. like yeah i was lying about the five years experience. i was like oh really and so at the end of the tour i told the tour guy i'm like yeah by the way like my girlfriend told me i needed five years experience so i really thought i had to like play it off and so when i <laughs> fell over the horse I, I was like oh no i definitely blew it they're definitely on me and she was like yeah you know what was crazy is like when you fell over we didn't really know what to do because like we'd never seen anybody do that before <laughs> and and that's a moment where i i was like i gotta be honest i really wanted you to be like oh that happens all the time yeah. don't be embarrassed no there's like no. i've been i this is my job and i've never yeah, seen it i actually want to take a picture of you and put you up on the wall <laughs> It was it was unbelievable. And uh just one last little thing. Um on the last day, um last days of vacations are always kind of the most uh up in the air because you have to find something that A is doable within the time frame you have left to catch your flight. Mm-hmm. Also, you don't want to do something that's gonna get you like like you can't go to the beach on the last day of your vacation. Yeah. Be all salty and sandy riding on a fucking ten hour flight. You're already off your, you know, out of your apartment or, or yeah. whatever. So like we were like, let's just take a leisurely hike in like the woods. Cause we did a lot of like cliff shit. Like, you know, it's all like lava rock and shit. It's like insane landscapes. Like it's stuff that I had only ever seen up to that point in like planet earth movies mm-hmm. like the the scenery like these waves coming in and crashing against a mountain it looks like you're like standing there like dude if that wave catches me i'm dead like it just fucking like sucks in and then when the wave sucks back you see it's like a 60 foot drop and then yeah. holy shit i totally get why people die here um and so we picked up the guy whose place we were staying at, at the airport because he was getting in that morning we drove to the airport pick him up and uh on the way back we're like yeah we're just trying to take like a little like hike to the like i want to like walk on a mountain but not like a mountain cliff i want to like be in the jungle you know he's like oh and we were like we were thinking about this one trail i was like oh, i wouldn't recommend that it's kind of boring um there is this one trail called the three peaks though you guys should definitely check out blah 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 and you're like selling it like okay cool yeah saying it like nonchalant nonchalantly whatever and so we're like okay cool we'll do it and so we drive over and it's like a hidden entrance like in the middle of a country club you have to like park a mile away and walk through the fucking thing <laughs> to get there we get there and at the beginning of the trail there's just a sign that lists all the people that have died there in the past 10 years including two last year oh my god with the dates like april 17th 2022 yeah. november 4th 2022 you're like holy shit what the fuck is this and so we're like all right and we just keep walking so thinking how are people how are motherfuckers dying here like it's a fucking trail what could be the worst that happens? And so we're walking up the trail, and at first it's like Lock Raven. Mm-hmm. You're like a roots. You're like, it's I flat. see yeah. I'm in chucks and like a fucking, you know, stuff. I'm I'm in like street clothes, basically. Yeah, I'm like, like rolling your luggage around with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like walking up, and it's like, all right, this is cool. And for anybody wondering, it's called the Mount Olamana Trail. You can Google it like I didn't before this trail. Because it's all over the internet, apparently. And so we're walking. It's like, all right, getting a little steeper. Then you pass through this like deciduous part where it's all pine trees. You're like, you're going up what I found out to be like a 2,000 foot mountain. Mm -hmm. And as you're going up, it gets gradually more like, now you're walking on a trail and you look down and there's just like a giant drop. Yeah. But it's not like super scary. It's like, all right, I really got to pay attention to what I'm doing now because like the, the trail is like the width of this table, but right there is like a fucking major drop. Mm-hmm. 
And then you get up, then you start seeing like ropes suspended from rocks. And you're like, am we supposed to go up that? And so now we're like on all fours climbing up these, like it's not quite a climb yet. It's like a yeah. scramble as they call it. You're like, you're like, I try to do it like without the ropes. So I'm like, I'm like avoiding the ropes, like trying to be like, dude, I'm fucking lock raven, dude. I can do this all day. You know, blah, 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 going up, getting up there. And then you start doing shit where it's like, it's still an easy traverse, but then like you're looking, it's like a little flat part and then the rocks and you're like, well, if I were to fall and then not catch that little part, I would fall off the fucking side of this mountain. So we get up and we're about to reach this, the first of the three summits. Mm -hmm. And we get up and at that point, I'm like, you know, Liv was starting to get like a little, she, she was having a little bit of a time with it, as was I. And we get up to this thing, and at this point, now there's just a giant, like, 20-foot, straight-up actual climb. Oh, my God. That you have to do. And so I was like, and but and again, it's like a trail, like, the width of this table at the base of it. Mm -hmm. And then, like, a 500-foot drop. Oh, my God. Straight down. Not like a Maryland mountain where it's like... to get to the first peak. This is for the first peak. <laughs> oh, my God. Not not like a Maryland mountain where it's like yeah five hundred feet like at an angle like mm, a no, cliff just, straight, yeah. just you can see the bottom by looking down, and so at first I was like all right Liv you go up first I guess <laughs> and I'll My stand ass down would have fucking turned around a while ago <laughs> that trust me trust me <laughs> so I'm like I'll stay at the bottom and that way if you like fall off I got you and so she's like blah blah blah. And so she gets up like kind of like halfway and she kind of gets like to a point. She's like, I don't know what to do now. And then she's like, I think I'm going to throw up. And I was like, okay, okay, just come back down. So she's up like 10 feet at this point. She comes back down and she's like, I think I'm going to throw up. And I'm like, all right, real quick, let me take a look at this. So I'm up and then I, I'm thinking like, all right, now I got to use the ropes. Like I, there's no more of the fucking like mountain man, yeah. you know, thing going on. And so I hop up on the thing and I'm going and I'm like, all right, this is very difficult and i finally i get up to like the first kind of like ledge of this thing mm -hmm. and at this point like again it's like it's like 15 feet up there's the rock and then another ledge and then the mountain mm -hmm. so at this point i'm still like i'm good and then i look where i'm supposed to go and it's around the side where i have to grab another rope mm -hmm. and that's nothing underneath that yeah just a 500 foot drop yeah, yeah. this point 515 feet drop for anybody keeping count mm -hmm. uh and that was when i looked down i was like live we're not i don't know what the fuck this is <laughs> i didn't sign up for this yeah. i don't know what is going on here <laughs> this is like before you leave right yeah this is yeah. right before we leave i was like we've been in hawaii and so anyway quick note uh point of note here on the sign it says everyone that has died on this trail died in between that peak and the second and third peaks, because apparently this trail gets progressively more and more difficult yeah. with each peak. And so nobody had yet died right there at that point, which is amazing to me because I don't know if I saw it wrong, but from what I saw, it was a rock ledge and a 500 foot drop mm -hmm. straight fucking down. And I'm thinking nobody's died on this shit. Everyone's made it. And so I was like, look, in my mind, I'm thinking like, this is a doable thing, right? It's not an amazingly difficult thing in like a climbing gym. Yeah. Like if somebody were to simulate this and be like, hey, you know, this is the exact rock formation and we got mats under you and just try to do it. I could probably do it with no ropes, whatever. Exactly, yeah. But the difference is, it's not can I do it, it's why would I do this? Yeah. <laughs> because I said to Liv, I was like, look, I play Matchbox 20 like probably four 45,000 times in my life. Mm -hmm. But every now and then, I still mess up a word. It's like you're doing something where it's like, this is doable, but it's like that one little thing, mm -hmm. you miss a grip. Or, I don't know, these fucking, this is an unsanctioned trail, these ropes, maybe you're worn out, snaps. Yeah, what if this is, yeah. You fall to your death for what? Yeah. Why are we doing this? You know? <laughs> but then at the same time, there's that ego part of me be like, bitch, you're a bitch. And uh, luckily, I didn't listen to that side of myself. And I walked down the mountain for the first time. There's, it felt like losing a wrestling match. It felt like the mountain beat me. I was very embarrassed. Um, Why? <laughs> I just felt like I lost. Because it didn't kill you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I remember this. I remember when I was at Knoebels when I was a little kid. 
And I've been doing front flips all the year before, but for every reason, the next year off this high dive, I was afraid to do a front flip into the pool. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kept on like, my parents were like, all right, let's go. I was like, all right, just give me one more try. And I would get up and like cower out and just do a cannonball. And on the last try, I still bitched out and just hit a cannonball. And then I was just like, so upset with myself. And I was like crying. I was like, I was like eight, give me a break. Um, and uh, it felt like that. It felt like that like shame you get because mm-hmm. you're watching other people like, do it but i'm thinking like i don't know other people were there doing it yeah there were other people there it was like it wasn't like crowded but it was like people were coming out and i think most people didn't really know what they were getting themselves into either Mm -hmm. and i think a lot a lot of people turned back at that point yeah um i didn't see anybody turn back i probably saw like three groups actually saw people do it i saw people do it but were they doing it the way that you were trying to do it yeah but here's or maybe not i don't know maybe i did look at it wrong but here's what annoys me about the uh outdoorsy culture um real quick there's something about these like climber hiker people where there's like this culture of like this oh no you're good dude it's okay no that's totally safe and it's like it's not totally safe Mm -hmm. like there's this like thing like the obituary at the beginning yeah yeah, it's like they have this thing like i remember watching this video um alex honnold you've heard of alex honnold he's like Mm -hmm. the free solo climber just climbs up like fucking billion foot mountains with no rope and this other i was watching climbing videos for a while for no reason like a year ago and uh this guy uh was a youtuber he's like a youtube climber so obviously he like competes on a world level level two and he had hit up alex honnold for an interview so he goes out to vegas meets with alex honnold and alex honnold is like you know what i thought would be fitting is if we just free soloed together and so he's like oh you mean like do that and he's like yeah man you could you could do it dude you your level of climbing you're totally fine and so now he's got this guy on the side of a fucking mountain with no rope thousand feet up mm-hmm. and like granted if you're a world-class climber this is like again if you're in a gym it's like you can do this this isn't yeah. this if is he had the rope he wouldn't have even thought wouldn't about even it. thought about it it would yeah. be a boom but again it's the it's the fact that one little mistake could be could be all over and I kind of remember getting like angry at Alex Honnold for that because he, the guy is clearly like shitting his pants on the mountain. And Alex is so used to this. So he's like just climbing up with a GoPro. He's like above him, like looking down. He's like, how you feeling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just relax. Blah, blah, blah. You're totally good. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking like, dude, he's not totally no, good. Yeah. What is with this false sense of like, it's totally fine that I hate? Like when we were walking down, this like hiker couple was like, oh no, I would, the girl was like, I would say just go for it, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the other guy was like, I mean, he, I, he was cool. He was like, dude, I would say if you guys aren't comfortable with it, like definitely don't do that. She's like, I don't know. I'm just like one of those people that says, just go for it. I'm like, okay. But like, what is this like thing that you have to pretend? Like, I hate that shit, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, I'm looking at a 500 foot drop. I don't know what universe, what type of physics you guys are working with, but that's not totally safe. Yeah. There's no way that's totally safe. And uh, so it just kind of, that kind of thing bugged me. And I remember feeling that when I was watching that Alex Honnold thing, I was like, dude, you're putting this guy in a life or death situation for what? Like, it's, I don't even, like, at that point, the value of it, if the climb itself is not particularly challenging, and the only thing that makes it daunting is the risk factor, at that point, I'm out. Because now you're not even proving to yourself your capabilities as far as a climber. You're simply proving to yourself your capacity to flirt with death. Yeah. Which is, a whole different thing. That's kind of why I don't think I'll ever skydive or anything like that because it's like, I don't see the point in put like, I'm not going to fucking strap up to some like 26 year old douchebag and then be like, yeah, I got, and like put my life in his hands. Like I wouldn't even, like I said at my, uh, to my family, I was like, I wouldn't even buy you a drink at a bar if I saw you. And I'm going to put my entire life in your hands. You're going to pull my parachute. Fuck that. What if I had, if I was in a war, like my grandfather paratrooper had to jump out of the fucking thing. I'd do it. Yeah, like if a fucking you're in a helicopter and it was going down, I'd jump out with a parachute yeah. because I had to. Or if I was being chased up a mountain by a fucking army and I had to like get across this cliff, I'd do it. Because yeah. other the alternative would be definite death. So I could take maybe death over certain death. But why on a fucking vacation would you just put yourself in a situation to have a chance, definite chance of dying for what? Yeah, just like a fucking Thursday. I don't why get, die on a Thursday? Why die on a Thursday? I just don't get that shit about people. Um, and on the way down, we like watch a whole bunch of videos about it. And I was kind of slightly uh, thinking about 
the guy who like told us to go there why he didn't like warn us more or yeah anything. like what the fuck and, like, i mean he was a nice guy <laughs> but in the back of my mind i'm thinking like but maybe he like mixed that up with something else because like it sounds like you went to some crazy shit it's just it was it was i'm uh, i'm so proud of my decision to not do it and the only other thing that was on my mind was the thing i was like well they say no one's ever died at this point in the trail and they also fudged that number so then people aren't embarrassed that they died before they hit the first summit (laughs) yeah last thing you want is a dead guy who's embarrassed not only am i dead but i am mortified yeah (laughs) this is embarrassing i won't be able to move on because i'm so embarrassed (laughs) you're falling down the mountain earthly plane (laughs) you're in purgatory for embarrassment (laughs) (laughs) Um, but then I remember thinking, wait, Jim, two days ago, you were the first person ever to fall off of a horse yeah. <laughs> at Coloa Ranch, and you are not about to be the first person. Because if there's one thing I could, a fate worse than death is not only being the first person, is not only you dying. You don't always want to be the first. I don't want to be on that sign as the first and only guy <laughs> <laughs> to ever die on the first summit of the mountain. That can't forever in Hawaiian history. Mm. People are gonna go and be like, "Oh yeah, Jimmy, I remember that one." Yeah, Jimmy died at the fucking Weenie Hut Junior Park <laughs> Trail. <laughs> <laughs> so that was unreal. Um, yeah. What else is going on, dude? I just. Fucking, I mean, that sounded like a fucking trip. That sounded sick. It was. It was wild. It was wild. Uh, I mean, outside of that. We went to this one lounge. It was a lounge. It wasn't a bar. It was a lounge because we were there for like a week. And I was like, eh, let's go. Like, we haven't really done any nightlife stuff. And apparently, like I said, it's not like a big nightlife place. But there are bars there and shit. There is a, it's called Tantalus Drive for anybody who goes down to Honolulu um, that like overlooks the city. It's the best look I've ever seen. It's crazy. Um, but uh, so the city itself is like, it's a city, you know. And then uh, it's got skyscrapers and everything. And uh, we went out to like downtown Honolulu by like Chinatown and we went out to a couple bars and the first bar we went was like, we were like trying to walk in. They were like, oh, do you have reservations? And I was like, uh, no, I just saw it was a bar. And they're like, oh, we're a lounge. So it was like seating only. Mm. And I was thinking, I was like, I was like, I literally asked, I was like, so what happens if like, I want like this, like what happens if I want to talk to other people? Like, do I just like wave <laughs> in it? Like, and she just totally did not get what I was doing. And I was like, am i the one who's weird or is this not weird like I, i'm going to a bar it's like if you could if you went to the horse or like admiral's cup downtown and like you just had to sit at your table you don't talk to other people it's like being at a restaurant but it's a bar they don't yeah. serve food it's like what is this it didn't make any sense um but other than that it was cool it was cool nightlife and on the way back little quick thing they should stop calling the seats that the um they have this thing called jump seats in a plane that the flight attendants take when it gets turbulent mm-hmm they should change that because it was like getting kind of bouncy in the plane ride for a little bit. And then I just heard the pilot over the thing go, flight attendants, take your jump seats. And I'm thinking like, well, they should. They're about to jump out. They're about shit? to jump out of the plane. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? They shouldn't call it a jump seat. They should call it like a fucking take your bouncy seat or something like that. Take your seat. Just call it a seat. They know what seat it is. Yeah. Jump seat is a seat. Yeah, scare- jump seat sounds like it's like an ejectable seat. Yeah, I'm like, do I have a jump seat? What happens, like, that's the one thing they don't tell you. Do the Does their jump seat have, like, a parachute? And ours, ours doesn't. They've never once said, like, reach under your seat, and you'll find, a uh, you know, the oxygen mask, a flotational device, and a parachute. Because that would, I feel like yeah, that. I don't think they have enough parachutes for everybody. I don't, I don't, I also don't know if people actually use parachutes for, like, those big planes. Oh, well. They usually just try to fucking, like, crash land them as lightly as they can. Well, this was the first time I've, been in a long time that i've been on a plane that wasn't a shitty spirit airline flight Mm -hmm. um because the only way you can really do that is i don't know how people do that without like the thing in front of the seat i was like like playing crossword puzzles watching movies and shit it's like undoable outside yeah for like a long flight you need that shit you need it and uh it was the first time i'd ever had you could actually see like the flight map and it Mm -hmm. was saying like the temperature outside you're like thirty six thousand feet up it was like negative 60 degrees Celsius. Yeah. Celsius. Mm-hmm. Or maybe yeah, Fahrenheit. It was bitch. cold as shit. And I was like, dude, if I jumped out now, I'd be, that would, I'd be dead. Yeah, you'd be a popsicle. You know? So you know, I don't know what these guys are doing in their jump seats, but whatever. Um, but yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, the only shit I'd recommend from Philly is <laughs> I went to uh, Reading Terminal a bunch, mm-hmm. which is like they're like Lexington Market basically, but it's like right near City Hall and the convention center and the train station and shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like every single thing I got there, 10 out of 10. And it's like, oh, I think I know, was there too. It was 60 like a big... plus food stalls and shit. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, fucking amazing shit going on there. Check every one of the fucking. What was it called? Out. Lexington. What? Reading Terminal. Reading Terminal. Mm-hmm. I feel that's in Philly, right? But it's like Reading. But I think they call it Reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. in Philly. Okay. Also, I finally figured out how to say Schuylkill, but it's like Schuylkill. Really? That's how they spell it. The the Schuylkill River. Schuylkill. Schuylkill. It's like S C H U K I K Y L or some Schuylkill shit. Schuylkill River. Schuylkill. I'm going to give Philly another chance, dude. I just, it's just, it's too, it's too much. A, it reminds me, like I said before, I realized that the Jersey people that annoyed me at Towson University were the South Jersey people. The New York Jersey people are cool. The Philly Jersey people annoyed me. It's South Jersey that I found annoying. And Philly is like the city of them. That's Mm. like their city. And not to be degrading to the city of philadelphia but to me i was always told that it was like it was like baltimore's sister city like it was a very similar city to us but i don't get that vibe i feel like it's much more like a mini new york um and there's something about that that it's like it's not enough of its own thing that i gathered for me to like want to visit there as it's like, it's like, why would I visit mini New York when I can just visit real New York? You know, it's not enough of its own thing Mm -hmm. for me to like want to go back. And I'm probably wrong about that. I probably obviously have not experienced the things I'm supposed to experience. And maybe if I went there again and like did the right shit, I would change that. But every time I've been there, I've just been like, I mean, I just feel like it's like, it's like you're in a mini New York doing shit you do in Baltimore. So it's like, you don't even feel like you're anywhere. You're like, all right, I'm just in a bigger Baltimore I mean, and a small is, New York. It is just nice to like, you know, go to a place and do shit though. Mm-hmm. Doesn't always have to be like a destination type thing. Exactly. It's all about the journey, as exactly. they say. Um, That's why we went to like fucking Ohio a couple months ago. So it's like, why in the fuck else are we ever going to go here? Yeah, exactly. There's like one thing we want to do. Let's build out the rest of the trip and fuck it. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. I think I've only been to Ohio once myself. And it was Columbus, Ohio. For wrestling camp. Didn't really get the Columbus experience there. Mm. Uh, but it was cool. It was cool. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, with all that said, you know, more with importantly. With all that said, I'm jealous. You got to go, dude. I cannot recommend Hawaii enough. It fucking rocks. The people are chill as fuck. Um, they don't even care that you're a shoebie because they know you are. Mm-hmm. It's you. And they're also like, eh, we know you're gonna leave soon enough. Yeah, so. you're out of here anyway. Yeah, fuck it. Fucking have fun. And it like, it's definitely one of those things that it's just like, you, you know, it's one of those things. You, I, like I said before, you know, we had a pretty sweet arrangement. Liv's coworker lives down there. We were able to stay in his place for forty dollars a day. It was fucking that opportunity may never come again. Um, it's like, it's like be. It doesn't even feel like. it feels like more like you're in asia it's like the closest you can get to like leaving the country i would say without Mm. leaving the country so i'd highly recommend it it is all it's cracked up to be i'm gonna try to check out the other islands too they did shut down the ferry because they didn't want tourists just constantly like traversing the islands and shit which i was bummed about but uh so now you gotta fly everywhere but hey oahu's sick oahu's sick uh so shouts out mahalo for having me everybody um Thanksgiving Eve tonight. Looking forward to this fiesta, this festival of uh, you know people that are coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent all day cleaning up the house. A lot more cleaning than I thought I was gonna have to do. Uh, yeah, you you clean for like. Ooh, how did that happen? <laughs> okay, Siri. Siri says I found on the web this for quote. Tonight, looking for this festival of a people that are coming through all day to clean up my house. <laughs> well, that's what it seemed like, because you, you cleaned up for like a full work day. What a Google search that would be. 
I want somebody to clean my house, but I want it to be a festival of people. I want a festival of people to clean my house. I want them to be partying while they clean my house. <laughs> I want them to be having a blast. I want 10 plus people to come clean my house. Hey, Siri. Can we start a festival, ticketed only, <laughs> to clean my house? <laughs> oh, my Stop, God. Shut bitch. up. Oh, wow. She actually listened. I said, mm-hmm. stop, shut up. And she just went away. Sorry. Now I feel like a dick. <laughs> um, Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to get out of here before I get fucking zapped by my AI. Uh, Guys, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Very early this year. Feels too early. It's always yeah. the fourth Thursday of November. Um, it, The earliest it could ever be is November 23rd. This is the earliest Thanksgiving can ever be. Wow. Um, Because if it was any... Wait a second. Wait a second. What if it was the 21st? (laughs) Hold up. There's earlier days in November. No, okay. So if... Oh, okay. Yeah, there's only... The earliest it could be is November 22nd, which will be next Mm. year, I think. Uh, Yeah. If the first Thursday is the first, then it's the 8th, 15th, 20... Whatever. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. (laughs) It feels early. (laughs) I'm five hours behind, people. Do your own math. Look at a calendar. We'll figure it out together. Uh, any plugs coming up? Nah, fuck it. Yeah, I got nothing. At LFTS Podcast, bitch. I have literally nothing coming up, people. Unfortunately, I had both gigs canceled this past weekend. I have nothing coming up this weekend. Uh, nothing for the week after that. I will be back uh, doing shit again, thankfully. No one is happier than my landlord about that. Uh, December 1st at the Chop Tank. Friday, December 1st, I'll be at the Chop Tank in Fells Point, 7 to 11. Hell yeah. And I'll be at Cooper's North in Timonium, not the one in Fells, Cooper's Ooh. North in Timonium, Saturday, December 2nd, uh, 8 to 11 p.m. So that's that. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day. Gobble, gobble. Gobbledy gook. Till next time. Peace. Peace.